Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes, but not like those kind of adult themes, just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warnings for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. Listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Last time on Romancing the Dungeon. So, wait, 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 wait. You sucked face with a jelly? Was that... Before or after the weird two-faced demon shadow thing? What? No, keep up, will you? I, I, I was saying that I... Wait, um, what was I saying? Beats me, kid. Hey, she got a good old send-off, didn't she? Your ma. My sister. Yeah, it's a big old crowd. Lots of sexy, sad... Faces. <laughs> I've an island of aptitude, no less. <laughs> More like aptitude. Hey, hey, hey! Why, why, why you gotta be mean to me? We just buried. Uh, we just blew up my mum. My mum. You coming in here now with your hogs and you and your will and your your wealth. Oh shit, I'm married. <laughs> now he's a sap. <laughs> I gotta, uh, I gotta go talk to Clodagh. I gotta, I gotta go to sleep. Christ. <laughs> Lightweight. <coughs> Kids these days. Are you lonely, miserable, or just plain horny? Well, you've taken the first steps to solving your problems. At least your daily ones. Welcome to D8. Devoted desire to dreamier dirty, dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Grapers, founder, CEO, and love wizard, and travel agent. You've got a hole in your life that needs to be taken care of. Looking for a little glory? Are you dogging for a thrill? Perhaps a weekend break to a cozy cottage is more up your alley. Well, I'm proud to present our latest venture, D8 Cruising, now catering to singles, couples, and groups. What? What? Anyway, in our latest installment in the never-ending questionnaire, describe your ideal vacation. Well, I think you just described it, Roz. The alleyway. The cottage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The the shame in the... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't really have a particular place or anything in mind. I find that it's a lot less about the surrounds than it is about the company. 
And as long as I have uh, a minimum one person fanning me, one person feeding me grapes, and one person just sort of tending to any whims I may uh, encounter, that's kind of fine. I can I can go anywhere. I don't know. I guess for me, a vacation is where I don't have to worry about spending money. Like in like, if I want to go in and go eat at a really nice restaurant and not worry about it, or go to a bookshop buy loads of books. Or go to a dress shop and buy loads of dresses. Yeah, that's my ideal vacation. Don't you live in the slums? I, I personally like a, a winter holiday. I like somewhere cold, somewhere I can snuggle up with someone, you know, in front of the fire, oh. on the bearskin rug, oh. you know, Stop. hot chocolate, oh. bit of whipped cream. Oh. <laughs> 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 It is the morning after the night before, which was a funeral, well, four funerals and a wedding. Hephaesta, you were delightfully uh, shaken by the soft and supple hands of Kyle Adoris, who appears to have a cold compress or fashioned a cold compress uh, around his skull. Things last night got celebratory. <laughs> There are bodies... Give me a constitution saving throw, actually, just to determine at disadvantage. Because uh, oh, you had a go at the mix bucket. Yeah. Ten? Your head's groggy. I've been worse. Yeah, you've been, you've been worse. You've been, you've been worse. You might actually still be drunk, but you've, you've been worse. Uh, yeah, you're being shaken awake by Kyle, who does look a little bit worse for wear. I just start slapping his hands away from me. No, Hephaestus, Hephaestus. Stop it. No. Stop it. Stop. Wake Stop. up. You have to tell me if I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I like I might be dead. I kind of like half peek out of one eye and just kind of like side eye him. Nasty. I think you're the most alive you've ever been. What the hell does that mean? What you look like you that? had a good time. I'm hungover. Don't play these I games. I don't remember if I had a good time, but I think I did. Well, there's no one here with you, so. Oh. Can't be that good. There's I'm a here. hog. Oh. I kick him in the gut. Who's this? You kick the hog? No, I kick Kyle <laughs> in the gut. Oh. <laughs> right in the stomach. <laughs> you don't get any breakfast. Okay. Uh, give me an arm strike against Kyle. Uh, 14. In your AC, Kyle? <laughs> Are we assume He's not armored. I uh, know. We're going to assume, you know, under... Quite the opposite. So, no, it's 12. Yeah, you get Yeah, you're... You've already upchucked the contents of your stomach, so now it's just air and pain. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this is the thanks I get. For what? And after everything I've done for you. You were just a dick like three seconds ago. Everything I've done. All of the things. I took you in when no one else would. I opened up my home to you. Uh, home? What? Well, you haven't been there, but it's open. <laughs> Fia, you wake up at home Mm. and you hear uh, a rustling coming from your kitchen. I get up and go out. Oh, good morning, dear. Uh, I'll be with you in a moment. I'm just, uh, you hear Una's voice just sort of chirp, followed by a squawk from the kitchen. I'm just getting breakfast ready. Okay, I'll be out in a minute. Oh, Una. Um, there's the, oh, uh, just, just hold still. It won't hurt. 
And then there's like a <laughs> from the kitchen as Una lets go of a goose. That's what goose sound like in my world. Um, <laughs> Magical goose. <laughs> yeah. And it literally comes barreling out of the kitchen towards you, slams into a chair, and then beelines it for a window. Um, what are you doing? Fia, get, the, get, get breakfast. It's going to get away. Get breakfast. Uh, okay, can I try and catch it? <laughs> okay, give me a dex saving throw. A dex saving, okay. Okay, you're beating a 13. <laughs> that one okay uh you go to dive for the goose as you do you get a just everything the room the whole room spins as you taste licorice in your mouth you oh, get the gross. aftertaste of what possibly may have been some sort of sambuca based cocktail you're not really sure nate dared you to dunk your head into the bucket and you dry heave and wretch slip forward and the goose crashes through the window and out into the alley and runs for freedom half squawking and honking oh shit sorry mom i think we may have some no we, we don't have any we don't we definitely don't have any of the boar left um do first, we have any eggs i was trying to get some oh i thought you were trying to cook the goose after i got the eggs i was giving him a good squeeze that's not how you get eggs out of the goose, Mom. <sighs> Is Quillo here? Um, no, your brother said something about spending the evening with his fiance. It's what? His who? What? What? Huh? Hang on. That sorceress, um, Sekhmeth, I believe her name was. <laughs> oh my god, fiance! Are you serious? He I never said. Oh, um. Yeah, congrat. Oh, like I can't congratulate you. You didn't get engaged. No, he. Yeah, he. There. Yeah, your brother's to be hitched, betrothed, and and all of that. He must really be pissed at me if he told you and not me first. Oh, no. What what does he to be mad about? He gets mad at me quite a lot, so I don't know this time. I think I made a holy show of him at the wake yesterday. Oh, I'm. I'm oh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm. I was just exhausted after that whole fiasco at the city and I was just very tired and I just, I went back to the cave for a little while and well then Quillo came and he, he told me that, you know, he, your brother is just very, well, he's just like your father, you know, men. Yeah. Anyway, tell him I said congratulations. Um, I'm not going to be around for a while. I have to go with my friends and take care of them for a bit. Marilla asked it in her will, so. Oh, yeah, of course. So if you could just let him know that, like actually let him know that, instead oh. of how you didn't let him know that we were away in a cave for weeks. Well, I see you and Quillo are a lot alike. I can write that down and we can... Stick it to something. Sounds good. Okay. What are you going to do anyway? Are you staying around Tezrab? Oh. Are you leaving again? Take it. You woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. Well, it hasn't exactly been a good few days, has it? And I tried to help. I know. Sorry. I did wake up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. It's quite all right. I, again... I understand you're a young woman, you're coming into age, and hormones, and... 
All those things are running rife. Mom, mom, mom. I've been through all that. It's fine. Things can linger. You know, late bloomers and all that. You'll come into yourself, I'm sure. I'm 140 years old. I'm definitely into myself now. There's always room. Okay. Um, Look, you're... As far as I'm concerned, you're more than welcome to stay here as long as you want. Um, You know, this is... Well, I think, anyway, this is your home, too. Well, that's most sweet of you. Uh, Quillo extended the same offer. You know, I'm I'm, I'm back. And like I said, we have plenty to catch up on. And I will do my darndest. Okay. And just if you, if you do go again, just leave a note or something, I guess. Oh, I'm getting used to this. And she's got a paper and a quill in her hand. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll, I don't know how long this thing for the will is going to take, but, um, I suppose I will, I will be back soon. Probably be a few days or something, or maybe a week or two. I'm not sure. And if you don't leave a note? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And she goes back into the kitchen and she's just kind of faffing around in there a little bit. Nate. There's a commotion downstairs, followed by kind of a little rapping on your door. Can you? Mm-hmm. Get your breakfast. Mm-hmm. Get your breakfast. Breakfast? Yeah, get your breakfast. What's for breakfast? Oats. Marilla's there. Mm-hmm. It'll clean you right out. She always said it's good for the pipes. I mean, I'm pretty sure she used it on the pipes, but... Okay, come in, bring, bring, bring... Bring my oats. Yes, you. And and <clears throat> the door opens, and covered head to toe in slop, uh, Jess and Ike are standing there, and they're called they're holding kind of a tray. Which, well, it's, no, it's a plank of wood. There's no trays in the copper. We've established that, so it's just a plank of wood. There's a bowl on it. There's a spoon. The sludge is steaming, smoking. I'm just gonna dip my finger in just to test the test the oats. It is scalding hot. Ah. Uh, I think my little finger. Mmm, uh, tasty. Oh, thing, yeah. Yeah, it's good for you. Oh, I feel, I feel, I feel better already. Thank, thank you. You need any? Mm. You need any? I just, oh, a big, big old finger full of it. Yeah, we do. Uh, spoon is what you need. It's good for you. Miranda always said a spoon full of slop helps everything come up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Did is there, is there a spoon? I can't see a spoon. There's a spoon right there. With the stick. And, and then uh, Mike is like, oh, here, here it comes to. Hog. Oh, uh, do, you know, do you know what? Uh, she just slaps it onto the blankets. <laughs> that, Oops. I, tell you, I, I, I really want to eat this. Yeah, just suck it out of your blanket. If you can go and get me a bigger spoon, because I just want to get it down as quickly as I because it looks so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. We, yeah, we'll get you a spoon. And then uh, Mr. and Mrs. McGucket said you have to come downstairs because we have to clean. Yeah. We as in me as also? But Mrs. McGucket said it's the royal we which infers that everybody but her. <laughs> I mean, she's been here five minutes and she's already, you know, calling the shots. I don't... Go, go get me a spoon. Go get me a spoon. Okay. And, and, and Jess kind of leads back out the door. Mm. They close it behind him and there's a little toddling downstairs. Yeah. Um... So I'm just going to close the door, close the door behind them. 
should quickly take the bowl and just fuck the contents out the window. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh pull the, the, the sheet off my bed and just sort of uh wrap it around me, sort of Mother Teresa style, and uh come down carrying the carrying the bowl, just going, mm, mm, oh that oh what a what a pot oats. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a deception check with advantage. Ooh. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> oh, two fourteens. So. Okay, because well, Jess and I got an at one, so yeah, they you look so shit. They assume you ate the oats, uh, so they believe you. Yeah, and then like Jess just puts the ladle on top of the bar, and then they both have cloths, and they're just they're wiping the hogs. They're just wiping everything. They're just wiping hogs. Ah, oh, balls. Oh, balls and bollocks. Oh, God. Beth, 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 Beth. And uh, Estrella just climbs up over her furbolg wife uh, and kind of half clumbers up onto a stool over that. And she's now just crawling on her hands and knees towards anything. Oh, God, I, I can barely see. Oh, oh God. Oh, the bucket. The bucket. Someone give me the bucket. The bucket. Kyle takes the bucket, looks at what's in there, and is like, it's a good thing you can't see. Okay, okay. Towards it. okay thank you. Oh, 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 you, oh, you sweet, sweet angel. And she just slurps from the bucket. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh I need to lie down. <laughs> I need to lie down right now. Oh, 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 that's just coarse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, whoa. Oh, this place is a crap hole. <laughs> Filled with... Oh, you people look rough. Should, shouldn't you be on an island by now? Aren't you, aren't you supposed to go look for the fortress of... Astitude or whatever she's called it? Yeah, I am. I'm totally ready. Ah, yeah. Is that the sail around your shoulders there? Yes, as a matter of fact, yes. Knight? Yes, it is. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Mm, great. Good for you. Get out, you little bollocks. <laughs> what do you, what you want? What, literally, what are you all sitting around for? We're missing Fia, anyway. The Tishwife? Yeah. I did. Uh, I think I, I don't think Fia stayed, but I can't quite remember. Um, oh, didn't she go home with those two halflings? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, I I hope so. You should probably say goodbyes to uh, well, the kids are here. I haven't seen Clodagh around this morning. The satyr lady. Wait, is he coming? I'm speaking for you. Obviously, you you can't do it. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even keep your eyes open. I don't want to keep my eyes open. There's a difference. Oh, a drink from the bucket and she's <laughs> shoving it back at you. <laughs> <laughs> there's a rapping on the door from outside. You go to shove it up and there's a squeal from a hog as you push the door open out of the fear. Oh, can someone move the hog out of the way? I just, come here. Come here. And there's just a... <laughs> and the... The hog gets up and like does a little kind of circle and then moves about a foot towards you and then just lies down again. That's enough. He is skinny. She can get in. <laughs> yeah, the door, you can now push the door open a little bit further. Jeez. 
Did everyone sleep on the floor or something? Yeah. I don't know if I slept or not. <laughs> okay. Whoever you are. Yeah, okay. Um, where's Cloda? In her room? Nate, do you know where Cloda is? In his room. Who's this tall, sexy person? <laughs> I'm still not really sure, but he won't leave me alone. I've been introduced many times. I helped. I Kale, saved your sister's life a little Kyle. bit there, lass. Okay, okay. I actually Corn? need. I actually need someone to just put me out of my misery. But who, Estella puts her hand up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you never did get introduced. Who are you? My name is Kyle Adoris, and normally I look much, much better than this. Okay. I don't know you. <laughs> I just felt like being part of the conversation. Okay. Is um, there like a bakery or something nearby or like a pie shop? Or like where do you think you are? Know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McGucket kind of rouse from under a table. Mrs. McGucket kind of has just her hair has kind of fallen over her face and she's been sick into her hat. Hmm. Um, I reckon we got to get Mrs. McGucket to a hospital um, she may have accidentally ingested some of the oats <laughs> okay well don't we have to go though oh well maybe you want to say goodbye to the little ones yeah okay bring it in so I flap my little um <laughs> you little no, well, no I'm just because I'm just imagining myself in the like white sheets like so I'm just sort of like um, you know um, Nate, maybe you want to get dressed too, eh? Fine. <laughs> kind of a trip is this? Yeah. Wearing pants. And as I, as I as I sort of walk up the stairs, I just sort of let it slow, slowly fall down my back until you see the sort of dimples above my ass. <laughs> Mr. McCooker covers the children's eyes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> So a, a little while later, you come down barely dressed because mm-hmm. uh, Mr. and Mrs. McGucket have kind of, in that kind of time that you were getting ready, they've kind of packed up some of the kids' stuff and they, yeah, they, there's plans to come back later on when people have left and clean up and uh, Estrella and, and Beth will keep an eye on the place until they do. But the, yeah, they want to get the kids home and washed and de Um Yeah. Jess and Ike are standing at the door. They've got their little suitcases. Mrs. M- M- Mrs. McGucket's passed out in a carriage outside. Um, hoping, hoping, hoping that Finn comes back round <laughs> and just takes her away from the mortal coil. <laughs> and Mr. McGucket's kind of just standing there. I just kind of look at him and I'm like, never stop scamming kids and give him some finger guns. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> Tetanus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tetanus. <laughs> Punch him in the arm. We miss you too, Tetanus. Oh, Jesus. All the, guess, all the best, guys, I suppose. We'll see you again when we come back. Won't be long. A few days. Okay. And maybe I can teach you how to throw daggers sometimes. Oh, yeah, sure. Maybe we can teach you how to bust some kneecaps. <laughs> that would work too. Yeah, yeah. I like this arrangement. Cool. Can they really teach me how to bust kneecaps? <laughs> Jess is shaking his head. <laughs> As the Cobalt King. <laughs> Jess, Ike, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. 
If the McGuckets ever try to teach you anything called manners, run a country mile. Okay. How far is that? Just, you know, keep on keeping on keeping you. <laughs> sure. I, I love you. Just like I'm, I love you. Okay, pound it in the book is And he gives your fist a hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just pull away and go <laughs> <laughs> I can just, <laughs> Wow. Such masculine energy. <laughs> <laughs> Here we showing Yeah, wow, okay. Why well, it's been real. <laughs> Keeping it one hundred. Yeah, yeah. Keep it tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four twenty. <laughs> That's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> now you're cool. Yeah, yeah. You, you're not so bad yourself. They both just go in. They give you a hug, like a proper one this time. Okay. And then I just goes. And Mister McGoggin just shakes your hand. You know, we'll we'll treat him like our own. But probably better than that, because, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to pack some stuff up after you leave and we're going to be gone. Oh. Right. And are you taking the person with you? He's uh, just going to... I, I, I mean, I, if that's his new boyfriend, I mean, we probably can't. Oh, well, that would explain... Yep, that's quite an eclectic taste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She knows how to pick him. That's what Marilla said too. She started to open. Oh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I reckon it's time I get out of here. Uh, he just red in the face, spells out the door, shooting the children. Like, when Marilla said, "What? When he was going out with who?" <laughs> and they, yeah, they're shuffled out the door. Is is Cloda here? Is Cloda coming with us? Or I don't know. I don't. I don't remember seeing her. I'll. I'll. I'll check her room. Yeah, and just I'd say get your stuff together. We'll get going. Do you, where are we going, by the way? The Fortress of Aptitude. And where is that? Yeah, it's in a little island, Lake Capulet. You head upstairs. You first kind of you knock on Cloda's door. There's no answer. And after a moment or two, uh, after you call out and there's no response, you open the door and you find the room empty. I'll head back downstairs. And uh, yeah, guys, I think uh, Cloda did the same thing as us. She uh she did what she was told and she's gone. Oh, I didn't think she'd actually go with Ike and Jess still here. Ah yeah, look, it's fine, we'll just <laughs> carry on. Oh my god, are you still here? Oh pass the bucket back there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm actually not on the clock anymore. Okay, Kylie, less of the attitude, more of the bucket. I don't want to touch it. Someone give me a broom. <laughs> she just yanks it up from the ground and just now it's kind of like like a, a bit of wine tasting. Oh yeah, okay. I hate it here. <laughs> Did she, she didn't leave anything? Did she a map or something? Nothing? Cloda or? For Merla, for this place we've got to go to. No. I mean. It's an island with a fortress on it and in the middle of a lake. Not to, um. I don't want to. I don't want to step out of line here, but uh, okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, go, go, go to the island. There'll definitely be food and things there. <laughs> Work away. No provisions needed. He has a point. Look, 
I've always found the best way to get on with things is just to not even think about it and just do. Okay, well, maybe we should just get some food. I'm out the door. <laughs> <laughs> You're just heading straight to the door. I'm gone. Okay. Hephaestus? Is there anything in the kitchen? Don't go near the kitchen. <laughs> All right. I mean this. He grabs her like by the face and he says, don't. Promise me. Promise me. All right, all right. I won't go in the kitchen. Heffy. Don't, Hef. don't, don't, no. Look, I don't want to, again, I'm going to risk stepping out of line here, but how about if um, the sensible ones here go and pick up some provisions and he just like locks eyes briefly with fear and like maybe you can go after Nate and maybe see if he needs any emotions uh, <laughs> that you can help him with. Uh, that's I a great idea not the person for that job uh i can tell you that okay well then up to you you do what you want okay i will okay i'm sorry if that sounded snappy i'm just like, let's just go get some food you do whatever you want okay 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 yeah we'll get provisions we go to the market square i don't know if it's up and running after the battle but I will walk very, very slowly to the docks in hopes of not catching up with Nate until the others have arrived. <laughs> okay. Like, Kyle, are you leaving it up to Fia to like to, to go to different places uh, and different kind of stalls, or are you? Uh, actually, there is. I, I might, if any of the food places happen to be near a jeweler's or something, um, I'd like to dress for island. Okay. That's, that's um, accessorized for Ireland. You uh, might want to maybe try the artist district. Yeah, so it's kind yeah. of slightly separate to where yeah. you want to go. Uh, okay. So, you can- so if, you, if you want to spin there, we can, and then come back and get the food, because that'll be heavy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. And I'm not that's carrying fine. all that by myself, by the way. I know oh, I only just met so. you, but... No, 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 that's yeah. fine. That's fine. That's okay. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm Fia, by the way. Um, so you have his new bow or something? No, 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 no. What, what would give you that impression? Well, I mean... She we only met like six days ago. Six days ago. Oh, wow. So she had yeah, you yeah, strung yeah. along while she was with the other guy too. Okay. Well, okay. That's that's cool. She's been um, with me the entire time. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's just head up to the artist district anyway. We'll find somewhere okay. there. The city is... I mean, the entire time you were having this conversation, I just pictured the two of you walking. Uh, yeah. And occasionally people were like kind of, you know, slapping on the back or, you know, just kind of acknowledging where it got around. There were several people in the city who banded together, fight off the the undead army that had attacked, so on and so forth. Uh, and, you know, both of you stick out like sore thumbs. I mean, it's Shader Kyoff and Nesimer. Uh So, yeah, they, they there's not that many of them around. Plus the fact that you're Quillo's sister as well and his face is on every poster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and a lot of people are telling you that they're going to vote for Quillo. <clears throat> All that said and done, the place is still so it's now kind of four days since the attack and again most of the larger rubble has been cleared and the the streets are open so there are there's guards there's builders there's volunteers the market stalls uh, in the market district as you pass through it on your way to the artist district there's a few but they're all kind of set up mostly as like kind of like soup kitchens and food banks so there's no kind of real like, oh, let's just pop to the old green grocers. Most people are involved in kind of making sure that everybody is being taken care of and fed. The artist district didn't take a hell of a lot of damage. It was the area that Festus' sister, Sekhmet, was kind of in charge of and in, in the defense of the city. 
a little bit of scorch damage on the south wall because she did blow the gates off the hinges. Fia guides you towards a, a jeweler's that, well, you know of them. And the only reason you know of them is because they're friends with Quillow. Mm. You have never really asked why, but it's literally called the Bloody Pearl. Do you know any? Do you have any idea how long we're going to be away? Not a clue. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, give me give me a couple of minutes here, and I'll be back out. You sure you're okay? You yeah. look a little pale. I get that a lot. Yeah. Um, right. Sorry. Yeah, Didn't yeah. mean to be insensitive. No, it's, 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 I totally understand, you know, like it's just, the, it's the skin and stuff and people mm. are not used to how pale I, I look. So yeah. Yeah. You, just, you get it. You yeah, get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's That's fair. All the time. All the I just, time. I'm just going to sit down here just while you're in shopping. I'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Do you want anything? No, no, I'm good. I'm okay. good. Thank you. That's fine. You step through the door. There's a ringing of a bell. It's kind of a square kind of show floor. There's a few cabinets that are locked with glass and various jewellery and stuff on display and a moment or two later a blood coloured tiefling appears and her hair is slicked back in a long white braid. She's wearing a heavy leather apron but underneath it you see quite a well tailored blouse and suit pant. Morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Wonderful. Great. Uh, Excellent. Um, what bubble are you here to pawn? No, 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 no. I was actually wondering. Uh, and she looks a little bit surprised. No, oh, okay. No, no, um, no. Um, not today. I was wondering. Do you uh, do you have any slots kind of open for for commissioned work? As she's about to say something, she stops and kind of looks you up and down. Well, with all, and she just kind of gestures wildly. The debacle. Yeah. My, and she flips open a heavy book. Commissions are wide open. Fantastic. Excellent. And how are you with uh, kind of stone, precious gems, kind of that sort of thing? Terrible. I'm actually a um, leather worker. Yeah, it's not really. What? And she kind of gestures her. What do you think? It's breaks, called the bloody pearl. Breaks into a grin and says, okay, that's fine. Look, I'm very hungover this morning. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're going to have to be gentle Two with me. Us. Ah, okay. Well, then we're going to have to be gentle with each other. We'll get through this, you and I. Don't worry. Okay, I am going to be away for a little bit, and I was wondering how quickly you could fashion me a brooch, a pendant, and maybe like a, a little charm bracelet. There's a sound from the workshop, and she stops as she was about to say something. One moment, and she steps through a door, closes it behind her, and then there's just silence. Standing up is hard. Oh, those earrings are nice, though. Outside, Fia, you're just kind of sitting there, like you're literally sitting on the wall, um, kind of half swinging your legs. Give me an arcana check. 13? You suddenly become aware of the raven's talon. Okay. Inside, Kyle, you hear something heavy shove. Like, it's it's like... The leg of a table scratching against the floor. Everything okay back there? There's no response. Do you, do you need a hand? I'm, I'm just going to pop my head in here. Definitely. This is normal. This is a normal thing to have happen. Loud thud. Total silence. Empty shop. Completely normal. Uh, but he will, like, on his guard, will uh, enter the back room. As you open the door and you kind of just peer in very, very slowly... You just see something move 
around a shelf stack, like kind of just disappear behind a shelf. Whatever's happening here, I must warn you, I'm very hungover and not necessarily in the mood. Uh, And he just sparks up a firebolt in one hand. I can assure you, you throw that and it'll be the last spark that ever figures between those dainty, dexterous little fingers of yours. Ah. Kind of uh, starts to roll it between his fingers um, and uh, speaking into the darkness just says, okay, point made. What have you done with my jeweler? She's fine. Great. A little unconscious, a little bump to the noggin. Classic. But she'll live. She's going to blame me for that, you know. I'm sure she will. Mm. Just, if I mean, if you don't steal anything, I'm sure it won't be a problem. What are your intentions? Oh, wow. Well, I was thinking that maybe uh, see how the holiday goes, uh, date for a couple of years, settle down, have a couple of kids, white picket fence. And um, that was kind of the height of it, really. We'll figure it out from there. If you really want to play it that way, fine. I'm extending you a courtesy. Uh-huh. Look up. Kyle looks up. You didn't, you did not feel it. It's magic, but it's not magic that you would instantly recognize. Above you, there's a swirling, just kind of a swirling cloud of black and purple smoke. And from it, just barely glinting, you see an arrowhead pointing straight down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So again, and for the last time, What are your intentions? I am playing this out and seeing what happens. But if you're really that concerned, I only really have business with Hephaestus. Anything else is incidental. For the sake of that oath and... An air of professionalism. I won't ask you who hired you, what the nature of the contract is. That's entirely your own business. But I will tell you that should anything befall my daughter, I will kill you. Julie noted. I will tell you that should anything befall me, some very reliable contacts of mine will see to it that your family are made aware of what your business is and what your part in these proceedings are her bow drawn Una Isidrum steps around the shelf the swirling vortex overhead disappears and the arrow is still trained on you very well if you can assure that through no action Or, and allow me to qualify this, in action, nothing happens to her, then I am party to your deal. Kyle nods, slowly, uh, eyes locked with hers, and says, I agree to your terms. Very diplomatic. As expected, Empress. 
she, her eyes widen for a moment. She slowly takes the arrow away um, and places it back into the quiver. And the bow and the arrow just into smoke in her hands just vanish. And it continues to kind of swirl around her. Before I leave, from one professional to another, and she reaches into a bag, and as the smoke billows up and grows thicker around her, and she begins to kind of disappear into it, a thin slip of gold paper is flicked towards you, uh, and it tosses and dances in the air, and it lands face up, and as your eyes kind of slowly drift down, still keeping kind of a hesitant look on her, you just see the card for the hanged man, and then Una vanishes in smoke. Kyle leans down, picks up the card, turns it around in his hand, and then holds it up to the flames and lets it burn to ash before stepping out into the front room. Yeah, you're going to hang out, out. Yeah, he'll leave a note. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, it's a thing. <laughs> I've started a thing. Note yeah. leaving. He'll leave a note and he'll leave um, whatever constitutes or whatever he thinks might constitute a deposit and he'll leave instruction, say that he'll he'll message for it in a couple of days. You had asked for specifics. You were asking for, for stone and stuff like that. Is this, are you going to do that yourself or are you leaving that sample? Um, oh no, he'll leave. He'll leave that with. Okay. Uh, yeah, you head outside and you see... Yeah, just sitting there. How are you feeling? Any better? Yeah, the air helped. Great. He like takes a deep whiff and he's like, really? <laughs> yeah, well, what's wrong with the air? It's, ah. it's quite nice city air. Oh, you know? city air. Love that city air. That's yeah, it smells like saying. cabbage and lake water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, let's get some groceries. And I'm sure the I'm sure Nate's probably swam halfway out to the island by now. Meanwhile, as all this is uh, unraveling, on the other side, down towards the, the Tezrat docks, Nate, you have found yourself just kind of at, at the edge of the waterline. You can see several boats moored. A dwarven woman, straight, uh, red hair. She's the harbour master. She has been for a very, very long time. A, a boat doesn't dock. A fish doesn't swim without her permission here uh, on the Tezrat. So she says, that's her, that's, that's the, that's the motto. Well, looking for what? Uh, I need a boat to get out to one of the islands on Lake Capulet. For four? For four. Ah, oh, yes, a boat for four. Right this way, sir. And she gestures at a warehouse. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was being sarcastic. What? Oh. Do you, Do you have a boat? Yes, we have. Do you know a man? Uh, <laughs> where is your license? To... Party? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, that's what we're looking at. If you want to rent one of our party boats. <laughs> no. To captain a vessel. Oh, I, I don't have one of them. It's easy. It's just a little stick in the back. I'm I'm sure... I could row it. Yeah. That's... Yeah. If you would just... Two head, sticks. Yeah. Head down that pier... You will find a lovely little kobold offering romantic sea voyages of the lake. For four? If that's what floats your boat. Very good. Very good. Thank you very much. 
You are most welcome. Yeah. What's the, oh, what was the cobalt's name? Flicky. <laughs> I will uh, make my way down, keeping an eye out for uh, a little cobalt. There is a kind of a tealy green cobalt with kind of a soft yellow little uh, kind of underbelly mm. uh, and small little black horns along his snout and up along his head. Amber colored eyes. Oh. Flicky? Flicky? You're Flicky? Yeah, it's Flicky. I was chanting to some, um, that you, 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 you've got boats? Flicky got boats. <laughs> yeah, get a boat for four, please. Lake Capulet. Flicky's face just drops. You're not going to do stuff in the boats? Uh. No touching? No kissing? Yeah, no, 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 no none of that. No canoodling? <laughs> No, no. F- That's on the canoes. Yep, yep, great. Yep, okay. Four boats it is then. No, not four boats. One boat for four people. Flicky? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can. Uh, well, I'm, are you, do you have to captain the boat? And he just, yeah, he, he just slops himself off his seat and he waddles down to the end of the pier, jumps off the pier. There's a splash. Ah! Oh, oh. <laughs> no, Flicky remembers. Swim. What? You have to swim when you get in the water. I remember. <laughs> you do have a boat, don't you? Yeah, Flicky's got boats. Where's your boats? I'm getting it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Flicky swims down. <laughs> and just sort of look around. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. you walk to the edge of the pier and there's bubbles coming <laughs> down below. You can't really see much. The waters are murky. At this stage, Hephaestus, as much as you've tried to slow your pace, you have come to the docks and you see Nate staring over the edge. Um, I'll just walk up next to him and like, peer over the edge what are we looking at flicky <laughs> flicky yeah he's swimming of course yeah there's no more bubbles <laughs> <laughs> okay um bear with me one one moment um okay I'm just gonna stick my head in the water <laughs> flicky 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 <laughs> There's just a surge of bubbles, like like a, a deep, fat bubble. And then you just hear, Bah! Okay, we're just waiting for two more. Are you good to go soon, yeah? <laughs> Okay, we'll be waiting here, okay? Come on, stop talking! I'm ready to talk to me, David! Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you start, like, as, you're adjust, as your eyes begin to adjust to the dark below and you kind of come up for air every now and again, uh, Festa, you're hearing half of this. Mm. And there, there's a lot of bubbles, like a lot of, and there's a lot of scum now at the top of the water. Nate's in it. Uh, <laughs> but then after a moment or two, there's just this surge, like this eruption of, of bubbles straight up, kind of 
purple in the face of Flicky, the, the kobold starts to kind of emerge from the depths. A chain kind of wrapped around him as he kind of struggles upwards. And at the end of it, you can just make out the end of a rowboat. Good man, Flicky. Flicky's up here. <laughs> I forgot to cast water breathing. <laughs> I, it's impressive. You you did great all the same. And then just looked to Festa. It's Flicky. Flicky. Hi, Flicky. He's got the boats. No kissing. No canoodling. No problem. That's the canoes. Yeah, canoes over there. Canoes are for canoodling. <laughs> I had to wipe them down afterwards. Oh, yeah, no. No, no none of that. Don't worry. The boat is half sticking out of the water. And you do see kind of a hole in the bottom of it. And he starts to swim uh, kind of towards the shoreline. And he's dragging the boat with him. Is that going to get us to the island? Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know boats. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Flicky seems confident. <laughs> so. It's aerodynamics. <laughs> Flicky kind of flicks out a lot of the water and the, the dirt from the lake off himself. And he starts to just scrape the muck off the boat. And you do, you see kind of a... It, the boat, the boat is a faded lilac color. There's a crudely drawn heart on it. The heart actually looks more uh, anatomically correct. Oh. And it just says, the love boat. Uh, he cracks his fingers like, like, and his knuckles make it like it's like the air inside all just kind of pops out. And his eyes roll back as if he kind of enjoyed it a little bit. Wiggles his fingers over the hole uh, as he casts <laughs> mending. And the, the, the hole in the boat sort of seals itself. Happy? Yeah. Less aerodynamic. Is this it? Are they are they coming or where are they? Uh they went to get food. So No food in boats. Why did you Wait, just it's not them? actual food? I meant jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> ah yes. Like a candy necklace and chocolate pennies. Yes. Yeah. I think he's just not like yes, it. yes. So you two What? Want a canoe? No. No. Oh. Uh, Flicky just thought there was something. No. Mm. A little spark. No. No, nothing. But Flicky made things no. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just standing there. <laughs> now, what is a prompt silence? Uh, you wait until Fia and Kyle arrive and they have two burlap sacks filled with supplies. It's- As they walk up, I'm just like, no food. Deep tooth. No canoodling. No. What's a, what? what's That's, a deep tooth? What's a deep you don't tooth? know about deep tooth? Really? I have a beautiful bag of goat in this bag. And I'm, no food. No, no food on the boat. There's no food. There's no food in the no, bag. Yeah. Jewelry. you got to see this brioche though. <laughs> I love how there's a beautiful <laughs> leg of lamb, or goat rather, and some brioche at the food bank. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find the boat? Yeah. Yeah, Flicky's got one. Oh, Flicky boat. Hi, nice to meet you. Um, So he's taking us to the island, right? Yeah, yeah. Flicky rows the boat. The people sometimes kiss. Flicky, Flicky turns a blind eye. Okay, sometimes Flicky looks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Flicky has a soft spot for romance. Okay. Why did you get us a deviant captain? Why did you why did you get us a 
a pervert kobold. St- He's not a pervert. This is my good friend, Flicky Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Flicky Ben. Flicky Ben, sorry, excuse me. Excuse me. Are you going the boat? Yeah. Yep. And Flicky just walks over and flips the boat over the pier. And there's oh. a splash. And then he chucks the oars over and then jumps over. That's the boat. That's the boat. And I just kind of look at Nate. <laughs> This is the boat. <laughs> this is this is what you're able to really. Yeah, I jump. In, I jump in. I jump in. <laughs> okay, I jump in too. Is there room for four of us? Yeah, there's. <laughs> okay, so there's uh, a spot for Flicky to sit between the couples as he rows the boat, and That's then not awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Are they kissing over him? <laughs> Excuse me, Flicky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's kind of a bench in front of him, and there's a bench behind him. I say where a fest is not sitting. <laughs> Well, basically. Kyle very tightly wraps up his, his produce and like holds it well above water level mm-hmm. and is like, don't want it getting soggy. Like <laughs> climb in. Nobody <laughs> wants soggy biscuits. <laughs> Flicky likes soggy biscuits. Oh, oh. Flicky. <laughs> Why are you the way you are? <laughs> <laughs> For the longest while, as Flicky, exasperated and out of breath, struggles to get the oars up out of the water and into the hooks just squeezes every muscle he has in his glutes because rolling's in the glutes he just starts spinning his arms frantically <laughs> at first the boat goes back and forth a little bit but then he gets a bit of momentum going and you're off he's just cutting through that water life is great so how did you guys meet? Well, me, me and Festa um, used to be a thing, but it's not a thing anymore. Ah, Flicky got me. the spark. Flicky knew yeah. there was a spark there. Me and Fia met at an orgy. Yeah, there's a spark there too. Um, and <laughs> myself and Kale just met. Oh, that's a blazing inferno. Flicky gets that. Flicky see all raw passion. Yeah. You, Flicky doesn't judge. Okay. Okay, Flicky. Are you looking for the passion? It seems like you've a vested oh. interest in passion. Flicky. Flicky's had a string of romantic encounters. Oh. Sometimes on the boat. Oh. That's this, why Flicky this has. No, not this one. No, no. Okay. Uh, we broke up. Sometimes off the boat. Uh-huh. <laughs> on land or like in the water? Where do boats go? Fair enough. Flicky's got a point. Also, we didn't actually technically discuss payment here, so Flicky oh. needs fifty percent upfront. What's what's the what was twenty five gold pieces? Flicky. Oh, okay, Flicky lied. Five gold pieces. Master. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Flicky. Here's three gold pieces. Okay, Flicky lied again. It's two gold pieces. <laughs> oh, great word. Well, take the third as a tip. You can get dashed on the rocks. That, that's an extra two gold pieces. <laughs> Well, let's okay, that's one gold piece. Okay, <laughs> flicky lighting it. <laughs> yeah, let's just try it out first. If we get dashed, we'll we'll worry about that afterwards. Okay, flicky can respect that. <laughs> yeah, so flicky steers the boat frantically, rowing the left oar, and kind of turns the boat about face. Exasperated and exhausted, gives up the oars, and both Kyle and Nate take over an oar each. And oh proceeds God, yes. to <laughs> so down hard. we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're fucking doomed now. Uh, a little while after the two of you take over the rowing, sorry, a long while after the two of you take over the rowing, <laughs> uh, the islands, one of the islands in particular, starts to get 
bigger as you approach it. The other ones are just like jagged rocks sticking out of it. And it's a little terrifying. You're keeping an eye out for a fortress. A fortress implies large, vast, megalithic structure almost. Like something huge. You've never heard of it. No one's ever mentioned it. And as the island gets closer and closer, your hopes of witnessing a fortress dwindle. Uh, as you can make out the shoreline, you can make a, a small dirt road up a hill, and there atop it, structured precariously on a cliffside, you can see a thatched roof cottage. <laughs> there she blows. Fortress for a gnome could be quite small. And yeah, you you can all of you start to see the kind of the cottage emerge, and all of you simultaneously. It's that sinking feeling of, oh, that's not a fortress. <laughs> that's a shitty little cottage. <laughs> you you get the little love boat to the shore. Flicky lies down. Literally, his chest just... <gasps> He's asthmatic. Uh, on top of all that. Can we get this man some jewelry? <laughs> uh, Flicky is waiting, or... Yeah, yeah, you wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Flicky sits in the boat. Oh, he sits up in the boat and just... Yeah, he's waiting. He's going to wait for you to to come back. It's a, it's a pebble stone beach, uh, and like the it's literally it's a mud road that's been kind of carved out of the side of the hill, uh, and it leads in only one direction. And as you kind of round the corner up towards it, there's a crudely drawn sign that just reads "Fortress of," and then above it you can see "Badass." And then that's been crossed out and it just says aptitude. And there's a picture of a copper rabbit and it just says, keep out bastards. Great. I think we found it. Yeah, that looks, that looks right. It's very scenic here. A seagull just flies by and takes a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Not on you, but just, it just happens at the same time. (laughs) What time of day is it now? It's close to late evening. Okay. Yeah. Figured. It took a couple of hours. Is anyone hungry? We're going and cook something. Flicky put that. <laughs> Flicky, do you want something to eat? Nah, Flicky has rations. No food on the boat, Flicky. Oh, Flicky. Deep tooth. <laughs> There's a, a small little uh, box on the boat and you're just going to head up to the cottage? Yeah. Yeah. It's a dirt road. It's mucky. It's wet. It's slippery. Um, but you do. You make it up. And... As you approach the, the the cottage itself, you do. It, it's a, it's a thatched roof. You see two small little uh, circular windows at the front as you approach. There's no door. How are we supposed to get in? If I know Marilla, and I don't, <laughs> there's got to be another entrance here. Smash the window. Smash the window. Yes. No, oh, no, don't don't do that. Nothing to fix it with. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, look, Flicky will fix it. Flicky can mend it. Probably. Doesn't usually Flicky's work. Calm. Down by the boat. Look, I'm sure there's another way in somewhere. Can I have a look around? Give me an investigation check, Fia. 19. You do the thing that you do when you go on a job for Kolo and you're looking for, you know, he always tells you to look for the best hiding spaces. And behind bookshelves, sometimes there's false doors, hidden walls, so on and so forth, passageways, all that malarkey. You're not 100% certain, but there does appear to be a seam between the two windows at the front. And as you kind of scan the wall a little bit, 
over kind of like a wooden beam at the top of the, the brickwork, mm. uh, you just see in Elvish written, speak your friend and enter. <laughs> friend. <laughs> Nothing happens. What would... Hmm? Mm-hmm. Didn't know Marilla was a big fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> what would Marilla say, though? You little bastards. <laughs> the seam lights up. <laughs> a door transforms okay, look where the stone was etched on the door. Each Great, yeah, we stone. found it. We can just head back now, I suppose. We could... No. What? She said we'd to stay here for a while. Again, not really my place, but I'm going to keep butting in, so just kind of get used to it, I guess. Um, it's your inheritance, like it is, at the end of the day, up to you. Sorry not to speak over you, Fia, just, you know. But she wanted you to have it, so. And, and, and I, I, I got it, and it's good, and it's... Yeah, I, yeah, no, I mean, like, we've got it, it's great, yeah. Nice. You should go in and have a look around, at least... You, you you go. No, no. You first. <sighs> Want to hold hands? We all go in? Okay, I'm just going to go in. <laughs> <laughs> you shove the door. It kind of gives, um, and then with a kind of a tug, it opens. Inside, you notice two things immediately, all of you, as you kind of peer in around Nate. Place is filthy. <laughs> like, it's literally filthy. It's a hell of a lot bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It, oh my god, she's such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of you walk into what looks like kind of a living room space. There's a fireplace that just kind of turns on like it just lights itself and there's kind of a glow coming from it. Uh, next to that, what was a small table with a chair around it? It transforms itself into a larger round table with four chairs around it and four sets of Knives, forks, plates, bowls, glasses. There is a small uh, seating area next to the a central fireplace and just kind of mounds of cushions. There's stacks and stacks of books and sheets of paper kind of wrapped up and everything kind of has a bit of a film of dust on it. As the house kind of transforms itself around you, it kind of begins to slow down. And then about halfway through, you start to see that the the ceiling isn't as tall as it was in the entrance, so now it's probably dwarf size. So some of you may have to haunch down to get through, but it opens up into a hallway, and there's four doors off either side of it. And then to the left, there's a tunnel down, and you can hear pots and pans boiling and hissing and water kind of spitting, and there's the smell of food but the tunnel itself is halfling size. Hello? Your voice just echoes around the house. Sort of turn to everyone for reassurance. I just kind of nod like, and then like, it's okay, go ahead. I'll follow the smell. Okay, you're going to go down the... the yeah, okay. as best I can. Yeah, you, you literally have to get down on your hands and knees and onto your belly to kind of crawl through the tunnel. Down here, it's a small halfling sized kitchen area. The stove, like the fireplace, seems to have come alive itself. The pots that were on top of it are bubbling away. And you can see occasionally there's a kind of a spit of water that comes out. 
There's no sign of anybody. Nobody's here, guys. Magic house? Yeah, magic house, yeah. Magic house. Well, I guess we just make ourselves at home then for a while, eh? I have a passive investigation, which I didn't know was a thing, but it says on D&D of 14. So without like really rifling through things, like, is there anything? All around the house, you see all these glyphs just kind of flare up. Like they kind of just light themselves. And at first it's just, you just think it's just, there's just, it's just, there's not really kind of any kind of sense to it. But after a while you start to see it, it looks as if it's a wave of magic passing through the house itself that causes the house to adapt to the people inside uh, and, and their needs, their requirements for what the space should be. The closer you get to the kitchen and the rooms, you see that the the shine from those glyphs, it's weaker. It's it's not as strong. I'll, I'll attempt an arcana. Okay, what's everybody else doing? I'm assuming the rest of you have all gone into the house. <clears throat> um, I'm just sort of waiting in that first room i don't feel comfortable going any deeper into the house i don't think without i'm kind of i'm looking around and just seeing the dust and stuff and that and like okay like thinking about like tidying it up a bit and stuff for the next few days making it a bit more habitable and stuff for everyone okay kyle actively looking for a broom and dustbin to do just that okay <laughs> absolutely typical magic house no magic cleaning priorities right well i mean it gives us something to do i suppose for the next few days or however long we're here i thought what we were supposed to do was lie down for a long time <laughs> you can do that if you want i don't mind doing this oh bless uh no seeing him kind of start i i tie like because my hair is still quite short i tie just the front of it up into two like little pigtails out of my face and uh, grab Somebody some. beat her. <laughs> <laughs> and just grab some like cloths and mop and bucket and whatever out and start tidying up around the place. Okay. Don't worry, Hephaesta, we've got it. Oh yeah, Kyle never saw Hephaesta's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> this place looks great. <laughs> Look at it. Hephaesta's already flicked off her boots, so there's muck on everything. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, 18 on 18 the Arcana, on, yeah. On Arcana. The... Magic itself, it's a transmutation, um, but the glyphs, it doesn't make, like, you can have transmutation, what, whatever, and you know it's Marilla's handiwork, because it, it's Marilla's bloody fortress. As to why it's weaker, there's definitely a source for the magic. It seems to be waning. It seems as if you don't have... Like you're, if you're supposed to be here a week, you don't have you don't have more than three days uh, before the house just becomes a space with four walls and some straw on top of it. How's it looking? Uh, pretty good. The um, like the beds don't seem terribly comfy, but you okay. know, bit of a fixer upper. Yeah, I mean, uh, as you can tell, it's magical, but I'm not sure if that magic is going to last much longer. Do you have kind of a plan for that? No. No. You're, um, you, you have studied in magic. I mean, like, Marilla showed me a few bits and pieces, but, like, I wouldn't be on the same level as what she was. Oh. Oh, well. I mean, we've got you, and we've got Hephaesta, and we've got me, so, you know, I don't know, Fear, are you harboring any latent magical abilities? Not a drop. Okay, cool. Well, still three out of four isn't bad. We can figure something out, I'm sure. Yeah. You want to help Dust first? 
No. Okay. <laughs> Downstairs in the kitchen, there's a whistling sound, uh, and then you just hear the pots and pans stop rattling, and then floating up through the tunnel are plates with really, really overcooked pasta, <laughs> well cooked seagull, and an egg raw. <laughs> Well, I suppose the house tried. I'm taking the seagull. There's four of us. We can split it between us. Fine. I take out a dagger and divide it into four. <laughs> and I kill Kaya. <laughs> a young seagull. <laughs> now there's only three. <laughs> Come between me and my seagull, bitches. Dare ya. I'm just going to start rifling through... Um, with, with trying for him not to notice, rifle through his bag for that brioche. Okay, give me a <laughs> <laughs> give me a still check. Um, I don't know how the brioche might be the thing that causes the catalyst in the, uh, the inviting. Stealth or sleight of hand? Slight, well, you have to get it first. So, okay. so sleight of hand. <laughs> 22. And your passive perception? 12. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you have, you've, uh, yeah, you, you've got that, that loaf of brioche. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna like hold it. Just I'm just gonna. Well, I'm gonna sort of keep it on me, and then until um, I'm handed some seagull. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a sentence>. <laughs> you never thought you'd say. Um, yeah. So I have the food divvied out, and I just kind of pass. Yeah, there's the table with the four chairs around it. Stuff yeah. Like that, so, yeah. So I pass a plate to Kyle and to Nate, and then I take one for myself. Then I go make my own. <laughs> oh no, there's a plate sitting there. I just don't pass it to you. Okay. <laughs> like dinner at my house. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, I'm just staring at the plate. Okay. Yeah. You. Yeah. No eye contact. No. I'm chomping on my seagull sandwich. Okay. <laughs> Where'd you get the bread? Hmm? I brought. I brought this with me. <laughs> Where'd you get the bread? Hmm? Hmm, where'd you get it? I just have bread. Between between the copper rabbit and the docks, you picked up uh, what looks to be quite a fine brioche. Hmm, it's lovely. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm going to die here. <laughs> <laughs> As you say that, the house rattles. Everything beyond the that center wall where there is a second fireplace that leads out into the kind of the hallway, the tunnel down to the kitchen, the four bedrooms vanishes and the wall just rushes violently towards you and then stops and you're now in a literally a 15 by 15 foot space i guess the magic's gone right but you can sort that kyle can you do you know what i probably can but first though what's my name it's not kale sure isn't kyle there you go yes Thank you. Thank you, Nathaniel. Yes, now. Okay, so I'm going Lovely to need... Lovely brioche. I'm, go- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need the blood of a virgin. Kidding. <laughs> um, no, uh, let me have a look. And Kyle goes and, and looks to inspect the runes. Give me an arcana check. Can he guide himself first? Can uh, you guide yourself? Or does it have to be a No, people? you can touch yourself. Where you go. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. Uh, Will cast guidance on himself first. Uh, just press his own hand to his chest and say, please don't let me have to sleep on the floor. <laughs> Not after what I did last night. <laughs> That's a, a 10. Oh, letting oh, us down. There's 
<laughs> oh wait, no, sorry. That's a 14. Oh. <laughs> the glyphs aren't hard to see. Uh, like it's the kind of thing that when you concentrate on them they become more apparent. They're there but it's like background noise that just kind of filters out. But when you concentrate on, you do see them all kind of lighting up and it is kind of a kaleidoscope of rainbow colors. It's just kind of a shimmer around the room. And you see that there is a central column to the to the ruins where at first it looks like as if it's a wave passing through, but what it is, it's is a central pulse and then it washes out from it. And as you trace that back along, you see that there in the middle of the room where there is a rather large brown bear rug uh, lying in front of the fireplace and those you've kind of more or less found the ley line of the arcane energy in this magic weird like, this is weird magic this is like yeah this is typical artificer manipulating things and, and really really breaking the laws of magic your mother is a freak <laughs> yes yes but yes, no, we've kind of got a rough idea of how things work here. It's just a matter of how we fix it now. What do we think? What do we think? Heffy, what do you think? Come on. You're a student of the, of the arcane. Come on. What did you find? Ley lines. And they lead? Under the bearskin. Have you looked under the bearskin? I don't want to touch it. <laughs> I go lift the bearskin. <laughs> I don't basically that's what you work at. <laughs> uh, I just want someone to do the manual work for me. I don't want to touch that greasy, dusty bear. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's heavy. Mm. This is this is authentic bearskin, and you you drag it up. There's a cloud of dust that kind of filters up through the air, and there under the bearskin rug and Kyle, because you've been fixed on the ley line, you can see it clearly. Um, pulsing under a trap door. This is classic magic house stuff, really. Do you need me to do this for you as well? Oh, I can do this one. I got this one. Turn so. check, please. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I cast knock. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you rap on the, the door once and then there's a second and a third more pronounced knock that just echoes and pulses through the house and immediately all of you just see the glyphs light up the trap door opens with kind of a, I don't why am I doing that we have sound effects it opens with a groan okay that I will search here with a sound effect there's a rush of air like cold cold air and the smell of water like just the lake rushes up at you and stone steps carved down and the rock itself it's not brick it's not this seems to be carved into the island itself and then as the the room around you fills with uh this cold air the fireplace goes out and the windows shudder and the door disappears it's my lap don't go down Guys, you go into the lab. You coming? I produced flame in my hand. Come on, Kyle. You're only new to the group. Go and prove yourself. Let me go prove myself. What do I need to do to prove? Why would I? Do you want to sleep on the floor? No. <laughs> fine, 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 fine. And he casts light in his hand. The light just descends down, and it's just what looks to be like an endless corridor of stairs descending down into the now lit up dark 
and it's just the walls themselves are just made of raw stone it's just curved this passageway is carved straight down into the heart of the island just so you know if you ate all that brioche you're not getting back out of this hole <laughs> I didn't eat all of it I ate most of it and I threw the rest out for the birds <laughs> Nathaniel, this is why, this is why you're single. <laughs> the stairs go on for a while and then eventually in the distance, all of you, even via the less magically inclined, can't help. The air in here is static. The hairs on your arms, Nate, on your little wisp of a mustache, stand up. <laughs> you feel it. There's like, it, like your skin is crawling with electricity. As the, the, the corridor kind of levels out and goes straight, it seems to kind of open out into a large cave, like a circular space carved here into the center of the island. And suddenly the stone walls stop. And all around you, you just see a dome of water. Stone floors, shelf after shelf after shelf after shelf on the western wall filled with books and knickknacks and doodads and gadgets tables strewn with all sorts of mechanical instruments books and pages and at the back end you see what looks to be like a large sort of workshop platform area where there's a telescope and lots and lots of jars all around it i look in the telescope <laughs> okay you want to head to the telescope yeah okay so nate's going to the telescope yeah um i'm looking at the books okay Nerd. Mephesta? I'm looking for the power source. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where's the plug? <laughs> and Kyle? I have Mephesta on a little leash and I'm just making sure she doesn't get too far ahead of herself. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I am, but I am following I throw him into the water. <laughs> <laughs> but I am following behind her. One of you give me um, an arcana check with advantage because both of you are working together i'm good at this i believe in you well effectively you said you were kind of helping her so yeah you're kind of leaving it up to do you want guidance no because that's a 17 okay fia give me an investigation check as you're going through the books yep and nate you the the telescope thing it's on legs it's rather large it's very fat and bulbous at the end Mm. and the eyepiece is very very small and as you kind of fix into it it's all blurry it's it's literally just looking out into the water and when you give it kind of a turn it, you're, for a second you, you, you go kind of too far to the left and you that doesn't make sense uh, and it kind of it went out of focus and you bring it back and from the northeastern corner of a room you see the copper rabbit and Mr. and Mrs. McGucket busy cleaning. Ike and Jess are lying asleep on a bench. I think my mom's a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fia, what you get for your investigation? 14. Okay. And the Arcana check? 17. Fia, as you're kind of rifling through the books and stuff like that, like, it, none of it really... Like, it, it's... You're, you're not really you're just looking at the books you're like oh books they're all math and science there's mm-hmm. no you know hardcore fan fiction there's <laughs> there's nothing no smut there's not there's no smut there's no damn it uh, and nothing kind of 
nothing's really jumping out at you. But your eye, as you're kind of draping through the shelves, and I said there, it's not just books. There's kind of various kind of knickknacks. You come across a, a small trunk, and there's something just sticking out at the end of it. The it's just a flap of something. It's like leather, but you can't make it out. But you feel kind of feel drawn to it. There's something in the trunk that you kind of ooh, I need to get in there. And you can give me a. Have you thieves tools? I do. Okay, yeah. So you can roll G20 and add your proficiency bonus to try and pick the lock. Okay. In the center of the room, again, you you can see the ley line. You see the magic here just kind of fading. The, there's nothing wrong with the runes. The, the glyphs are perfectly fine. But as you're kind of looking down at it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like There's nothing. The runes intact. The glyphs are intact. But on the surface of the stone... Both of you see just this slight film of dust, and you hadn't noticed it before as you were cleaning. Dust is slightly pink. Same shade of pink as the crystal? Same shade of pink as the crystal. Why do you think this room is so dangerous? Any any ideas? Just, it seemed, she seemed pretty adamant. She seemed to not want her, her son and heir to go down in here at pain of death. It's because she was spying on me. It's because she was spying on you. Yeah. She didn't want me to know that she was spying on me and the rest of us. Look at this telescope. He starts to step over and as he does, he's just saying, now, I don't want to cast aspersions, but everything I heard uh, yesterday seemed to point to your mother being somewhat shameless. And he presses his eye to the to the lens. You can see that crappy little bar you were in just a couple of hours ago. She was hiding something. There's some dust on the floor that looks a lot like pink crystal that and his gaze kind of fails to meet Nate's. Just seemed like pretty dangerous stuff. Maybe um, worth some consideration. Give me an investigation check, Kyle. If you what you got in your lockpicking. I got 22. Fucking hell. Okay, you... It's that like, oh my god, I have to get in there, I have to get in there. It's literally like... <laughs> you, you pop the lock in like two seconds flat. You find inside a pair of thigh high leather boots Ooh, for for but for <laughs> not for my size my <laughs> no strangely enough they're they'd fit you like very Rilla. very sharp stiletto heel on them oh cute and the <laughs> toe is steel capped Whoa. stitched with some sort of silver thread you have found the Heart Stompers. Mm, I love them. A pair of thigh-high leather boots that uh, give you advantage on unarmed strikes when you kick. Nice. Uh, Kyle got a 15 investigation. As you're kind of talking to, to Nate and you're, you know, you, you've moved over to the the, the telescope. You haven't seen one, but you've read about them. It, it's a, it looks to the untrained eye like a telescope, but it can, when connected with several different uh, special rune stones, can allow the owner to peer into spaces uh, where the stones have been placed. Kind of like a little security system. So it's possible that there's more, but Nate landed on one. What's kind of caught your eye as you're kind of leaving him mull over what you just said is on that workshop bench 
your eye drifts across several of the jars and inside them you see several gemstones crystals there's a pink one there's green purple red and black and just in front of them you see uh, a rather hastily bound journal oh thank god she left notes (laughs) okay Um, maybe don't touch anything until we have a little read over these I don't want to read your mother's journal especially he looks glances over at the boots like do you want to do you want to crack this bad boy open uh, yeah yeah I I take the notebook and it is absolute gibberish like the the words don't look like words it uh, there it's definitely handwritten definitely looks to be Marilla's handwriting you and she didn't have the best penmanship granted but it's not that it's not like a doctor's note hmm. it, it the words aren't words. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Nate. Five. The mark on your back lights up. Take... Take one psychic damage. Oh, fuck. As a sharp pain rings through your head and down along your back. Ouch. Spicy? Very spicy. <laughs> you alright? I don't... Um, you guys have a go. <laughs> You get, get spicy look now. Yeah. I walk over with the boots in one hand to have a look. You recognize it instantly. Thieves can't. Nope. No? Because you spent the most amount of time with it. It's a copy of the book you found in Herb under the bathtub in Sop's house. The same book he used to find the location of Hedonna, written by Asmodian. The wisest of the wise. What? What was she doing with this? This is the same. This is the same language as from that book we found in Sops's house. Do you remember the book about Asmodian? We had to give it back to the library. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Wait, what? No. But this looks like she wrote it. It looks like I completely ignore her. It looks brand new. <laughs> <laughs> Marilla understood that. You mentioned Asmodian. That's funny, actually, because I met uh, I met Heffy here when we were. I was on my way to uh, go and pick up a book on the old ones from a contact of mine. As you flick through it, via you had just seen kind of the open pages that Nate had. As you were gliding through the pages, Kyle, when did he return? Question mark written in common. Who is he on another page? Question mark. How? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Underlined. Hadana question mark good or evil question mark how much does he know question mark nate at risk exclamation point the page appears to be stained water droplets you didn't tell me your poor mother was literate why would you assume otherwise i just assumed it was her keeping such immaculate control of the uh, of of the copper rabbit's ledges. Um, no, do you know? Uh, I don't actually know too much about this one. It's the language I'm not actually super familiar with. But if you've encountered it before, it's probably good for you 
to keep a hold of, fear. One or two mild concerns about the return of someone and Hedonna and uh, Nate being in danger. But to be fair, she said you'd be in danger if you came down here, and that seems doesn't seem to, you know. Yeah, I probably wouldn't take them too seriously. So um, did did Marilla know we got marked? I, I I don't know. You didn't talk to her about it, did you? Uh, no. I mean, sometimes she'd come in and scrub my back. <laughs> so maybe she seen she'd seen it, but I'd, I don't I don't I don't know. I never really talked about it. Don't want to pry, but marked. We got marked by Hadana. Yeah, look, ask Mark, and I just turn around <laughs> and I show him. Oh, tilts his head to the side. That's something. You all got one. Yeah, yeah. and our friend Thane, wherever he is. Huh. And no one, and none of you, are really concerned at having been branded by. Dead gods? Uh, very concerned. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Well, that's wise. That's that's and that's a good thing. You hear one of the glass jars clink for a moment, and as you were discussing the notes uh, in the the book that Marilla had been writing, your eyes kind of turn, and you see that the jar that contains the pink crystal, the crystal itself, has actually slithered up along the side, and it's trying to rattle back and forth. Didn't didn't by any chance happen when your 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 tattoo started? Anyone was anyone watching when that? When seems mm-hmm. to no. put your butt on it. Go on, put your butt in the crystal. Okay, I'm don't butt, don't I'm no, butt. don't touch what? But you, that's the one that about the crystal. <laughs> <laughs> the crystal gently mm. explodes inside, like it literally fills the dirt <laughs> and it starts to crack. Let's go. Oh, but there's still no power. Can I try out some of the other ones as well? <laughs> yeah, I put my hands on sure. everything. There's a green one, there's a purple one, there's the red one, and there's the black one. Green. Oh. <laughs> it just it, it, there's a weird kind of lime light just emanating from it as you kind of draw. Are you actually pointing your ass at it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. As you point your ass at the crystal, I hate D and D. As you point your ass at the crystal, this start, is scientific. Yeah, you start to feel sick oh. you start to feel ill okay ne- next one <laughs> you, you point your withered necrotic ass at it and you all see the purple crystal just blink out of existence let's maybe stop the experimentation for a little bit do you want to put your ass on the other uh, no, one no don't no don't you don't look good uh, you look fine thanks we do need to bring back power to the house. So there's that. Um, well, oh look, you don't have ass mark. So if you, if you take the you crystals. Maybe I do. You don't have ass mark. I could be a part of your little gang. I'm cool. Show me your ass. <laughs> show me your ass. No. No, I don't think I will. Either show me your ass or just pick up the crystals. Uh, mage, mage hands one of the crystals. Red or black? Black. You conjure the magic up in front of you, like literally with a flick of your hand, a spectral form, just kind of where your hand was for a moment as you wash it away, it solidifies. Floats towards the the glass, the the bell jar, lifting the lid up. Uh, As the mage hand 
reaches down towards it. The crystal melts. It just becomes a puddle of goop. You pass out. Lose a level. <gasps> you all see Kyle drop. The spectral hand disappears and the crystal is nothing but sludge. The glass, the mage hand that I've been holding up the top of the bell jar disappears and the bell jar shatters as it hits the, the workshop countertop. I okay. just run over to him and I, I shake him a bit. Okay, okay, that, okay, that's not how you get a pulse, <laughs> but we'll say miraculously somehow you get a pulse. He's warm to the touch. He's not dead. Okay. He's just... I just I give him a few nice slaps on the cheeks. Slap, 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 slap. He's non-responsive. Okay, can I drag him upstairs? <laughs> I grab the red one. <laughs> Oh, okay, Jesus. Jesus Christ. You gain a level. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually level 20. Uh, You're a Don in it. <laughs> you reach out to touch the red crystal. And with a puff, it just turns to dust. Nothing happens. Maybe the problem is he doesn't have ass mark. Can somebody help me drag him up these stairs? <laughs> the walls of the, the cave at the outside rattle. And you see that there is now... Well, it was dripping already. It's a, it's, a, it's a dome of water overhead. There's now just kind of small little streams of water. It's as if the dome isn't holding its shape. Okay, yeah, we need to get out of here. The magic isn't holding. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have anything to help wake him up? Just get him upstairs. I'm already like four stairs up. I'm just dragging him. Okay, you're literally just dragging him. Arms under his arms and we're just going up the stairs. Uh, uh, okay. Um, that's good enough for me. <laughs> you literally underarm hook Kyle uh, and just... You're dragging him. You're literally just dragging him One straight back um, up through the center of the room um, and across the glyph. And as you do, you wipe some of the pink <laughs> dust away and the glyph lights up and the dome stops leaking. If that was it? It was covered in pink dust when I dragged him across it. It cleared it off. But, like, this is the pink stuff that did what it did. Can I run up and get, like, a broom? <laughs> sure. You're, and I come back. You bolted upstairs, kind of squeezing past Hephaestus. You come down via, you sweep the glyph clean. And the glyph just kind of lights up. And you see what was the one ley line is actually 12 that fill out. And the dome is completely repaired. The cliffs, the rock itself stops shaking. The stones form themselves into sturdier, safer, non-slippery rock. Upstairs, you hear a lot of furniture and stuff shuffling and reshaping. Oh, I think that, that did it for the house. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Let's get this one upstairs and get him conscious again. I mean, we only just met the dude. It's not exactly a great first impression. You head upstairs and Kyle, while 
physically unharmed, um, does not appear to regain consciousness. And taking an eye on him over the course of the night, you all kind of, well, all of you but Nate, remember to, to pop your head in and the evening kind of passes without any further event. The house has reformed itself perfectly to suit the four of you. There's the sound of a rooster crowing in the morning. Kyle, you wake up feeling awful. Literally feels like a little part of you has been just, I can't even say stripped. It's like, it's there, but it's blocked. It's like a little thing blocked away from you. And your memory, you're, you're not really sure where you are. You, you don't recognize the room. You definitely, you have no idea how you got here. And as the rooster continues to crow you, outside, you just hear, I I thought they said this was a fortress. Uh, well, I suppose she was a gnome, so... Uh, yes, sir. Yes, indeed. And there's a rapping at the door. Kyle takes a second with his hand, his head in his hands um, and uh, steadies himself as he watches them shake uh, and then begins... Uh, fervently strapping on armor and uh, gathering his weapons about him. While he's doing that, I go to the door. <laughs> okay, so you were, if you, you're, you just... Yeah, I was, up, I was up anyway. Oh, uh, you open the door. Standing there, you see Commander Groff, Sebastian, Flicky, and a small platoon of guards. Good morning, Miss Burbage. Commander Groff, and he clicks his heels and kind of bows at you. Uh, might I trouble you to invite us in? Sure. Come on in. I assume the others are here? Guys, you kind of come out here, please. You can all hear a voice uh, via talking to somebody. Nathaniel, as you sleep through all of this, <laughs> your dreams are... Very weird. Out of the corner of your eye, everywhere you look, you just see something kind of just move away. It's it's there, and when you turn, it's there. It's literally like a dog chasing its tail. It's a little bit like you know it's there, and you try to stop and look. And as Thea's voice kind of cuts through the dark and you feel yourself waking up, you just hear a voice call out, Not yet. And you feel sick. And as your eyes open, the sun pours in on top of you. And you are repelled by it. And we'll leave the episode there. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm a vampire. <laughs> oh my god, imagine I'm a vampire. Okay, well, the sun, I'll get disadvantaged in the sun, but it's fine. Oh, vampire. What the fuck? That's only one of the things that <laughs> This was Romancing the Dungeon. You've been listening to Amber as a Festa, Sam as Nate, Louise as Fia, so not put that comma in there, James as Kaya. 
Eilish, our social media manager. Theme song is Haunted by Ghost of Red Mountain. Title card and artwork by Ralph is redacted. I'm Declan and I've been your Dungeon Master. If you like what you heard and want to know more about the show and the world of Romance in a Dungeon, check us out on social media at D8 Dungeon. We're pretty much on every platform. Don't forget we are also on Twitch these days. Uh, every second Sunday, Rise of the Forsaken. Uh, we're back in two weeks time and we will see you then. And there's a rapping at the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's two pack.